0: I find it a privilege to, you know, have the opportunity to come your way for the Sculpted in Palace style podcast. God has been gracious and I'm eternally grateful that he found me worthy. I mean, you know, he found me a worthy vessel to bring his timeless word to his children. I don't take this for granted at all. And I want to say thank you, Lord. Today, I want to speak on deciding to live for Christ. Life is full of choices. And decisions. The truth is that a lot of things are and will keep competing for our attention. We are making decisions, choosing, prioritizing all the time and we do this either consciously or unconsciously. Some of these decisions will echo in eternity whilst others will not. I have made a very alarming observation that some Christians whilst professing to love God still cling to the values of the world. Some Christians now love everything about the world, and the devil's business have become their business. They look for temporal things which do not have any eternal values and instant gratifications. Please, let us not sacrifice eternal things for temporal things. The most important decision anyone can make is to accept the Lord Jesus Christ as his or her personal savior, but it doesn't end there. You need to make a decision, that is, you need to resolve to live for him and him alone. As a woman who has accepted Christ as your Lord and Savior, have you decided to leave for him, to love him and put him first in all you do? God's love is not in question here, but ours is. God commended his love towards us in that, whilst we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. His love reaches to the highest mountain and flows to the lowest valley. He knows the worst about us, and yet he has the best plans for us. Are you living for him or for the world? You see, your 500 likes on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram have no eternal values. And that is the sad truth. Place value on things that will let you gravitate towards God the bible says in acts chapter 7 the verse number 39 that whom our fathers would not obey but rejected it's it's, um, the bible here is referring to moses and in their hearts they turned back to egypt god by his mighty hand had miraculously brought the israelites out of bondage but the bible says that still their hearts had turned back to egypt as a Christian, are you still craving for the things of the world? Do you still find nothing wrong with singing worldly songs and wearing certain kind of dresses? You might still be attending church and doing all that you have to do in church, but has your heart turned back to the world? Joshua says in um Joshua 24, the verses 15 and 16. If it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, choose you this day whom you will save: the gods whom your fathers served that were on the other side of the flood, or the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell. As for me and my family, we shall save the Lord. The sixteen says, and the people answered and said, God forbid. That we should forsake the Lord to serve other gods, and you know, they went on to say, um, talk about the goodness of the Lord bringing them out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, driving out their enemies, and on and on they went. And then, fast forward to one of my favorite Bible verses, First Kings chapter 18, the verse number 21. And Elijah came unto all the people and said, how long will thou halt between two opinions if the lord is god follow him but if bow then follow him and the people answered him not a word this time they couldn't give an answer the children of israel couldn't give an answer so i asked you child of god how long will you halt between two opinions how long will you halt between god and the world let us um, look at a few things that will help us in our decision to live for christ the word of god the bible still remains the most relevant book to be written jesus told his disciples and he's telling us today if you continue in my word then are you my disciples if we become only hearers of the word and not doers, we deceive ourselves to deceive someone is one thing but to deceive your own self I think it's rather pathetic the Bible says Moses knew the ways of the Lord but the children of Israel knew his acts this year and the years I had purpose in your heart sorry to know the ways of the Lord and I can assure you that you would have good success in all that you do the Bible should not just bring you information as though it is some ordinary historical book, but it should bring you revelation. Spend time studying the word. It is the sword of the spirit. Job said, "I have esteemed thy words more than my necessary food." This should be our confession or the days of our lives. And after some, um, and you know, after some of um, Jesus' disciples left him, when he said they had to eat his flesh and drink his blood, he asked the twelve, you know, the call, "Will you also leave?" And then peter answered to whom shall we go you have the words of eternal life honey be rooted and built up in him the bible says let him that glory glory in this that he knows and understand god that uh, uh, you know he's a god who exercises love and kindness judgment and righteousness in the earth and in him and in these things that he delight. What are you delighting in? What are you glowing in? What do you know that, you know, you are boasting about? Do you know the ways of the Lord? The second thing I want to say is that um, prayer. As a, a child of God, you need to pray. And Je- the Bible says Jesus told his disciples, pray that you do not fall into temptation. The, the truth is that prayer changes us. It doesn't change God. Prayer is a crying expression of our dependency on God. It is our most formidable weapon, yet the one we are least skilled and most reluctant to use. Jesus often made time to pray. Usually, you know, early in the morning, he would withdraw himself from his disciples and go and pray. Find time to pray. I know sometimes it's difficult. You are, you know, rushing out of home to go to work. You want to be the traffic situation and all that. Make time during the day to talk to your father. Believe in the fatherhood of God and your divine rights and privileges as his child. Our prayers aren't bothersome to him. In fact, they are precious to him. If it is wisdom we need, if it is something that we are confused about, the Bible says we should ask him the wisdom he gives liberally, generously and upbraid not let's talk to God thirdly let's examine ourselves to see whether we are still in the faith. a lot of things and activities will keep competing for our attention We might put our lives on autopilot, never stopping to assess the direction it is going. Let us live as wise and not fools, redeeming the times, for the days are evil. The Bible says, let Satan should have an advantage over us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. Our Christian journey is not a leisure leisure walk in the park. The world has gone mad, and unfortunately, some Christians have gone mad with it. Take stock of your life. It doesn't all end here. Sometimes, you know, I, I see how people, especially the youth, misbehave during funerals. I thought that should be a time for sober reflection. But people act as if it all ends at the grave. It doesn't. The last thing I would want to mention is that the Bible admonishes the righteous, to choose his friends carefully, because the way of the wicked leads them astray. Iron sharpeneth iron. So a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Whom do you call a friend? You can't keep the same company and expect to act differently. Are you listening to me, but you haven't accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior? My dear young lady listening to me, Accept him into your heart and serve him and serve him well, especially whilst you are still young. Someone said there's a certain blessedness that comes with being young, but that blessedness is oftentimes realized after it has passed. Accept Jesus today. Tomorrow might be just too late. Shall we pray? Father, you have given us a beautiful promise in your word that you will keep him in perfect peace, whose eyes are set on you. Help us to set our eyes on you, because in this world we would have tribulations, but you have assured us that we should be of good cheers, because you have overcome. The world and its last passes away. Our prayer is that we will not be caught up in its deception. Help us that we, won, we will be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about by every wind of doctrine. Thank you, Lord, for giving us your peace that surpasses all understanding. In Jesus' mighty name have we prayed. Amen. This has been the sculpted in Palestine. Thank you for making time to listen. God bless you and keep you always. My name is Akusia Bwabenkosa, but you can call me Eno. Cheers to a victorious Christian life. Bye for now.